pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Kim, roll call, please. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, I'll start with you, Mayor Barber. Present. Councillor Montero. Here. Councillor Wright. Here. Councillor Phillips. Here. Councillor Morrissey. Here. Councillor Horning. Here. Council President Frank. Present. Thank you. Now I'll entertain a motion to approve the agenda as circulated. I so move. Second. Moved and seconded. Those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed same. Motion carries. We have a very special proclamation this evening for the National Hispanic Heritage Month for 2019. Thank you for being here this evening. And I asked Tita if she would read that proclamation. Whereas the period from September 15 through October 15 has been set aside throughout the United States as National Heritage Month, and whereas the term Hispanic or Latino refers to a person of Cuban, Mexican, Puerto Rican, South or Central American, or other Spanish culture or origin, who can be of any race, any ancestry, or any ethnicity, and whereas the United States has always drawn its strength from the contributions of a diverse people. And whereas National Hispanic Heritage Month is a time to recognize the contributions made and the important presence of Hispanic and Latino Americans to the United States. And whereas Hispanic Americans have played a prominent and important role in our national heritage and our Hispanic American residents lift up our communities and our economy as entrepreneurs, executives, and small business owners. And whereas a significant segment of more than 37,000 people living in Clatsop County are Hispanic. And whereas we honor the rich heritage of our Hispanic community. Now therefore, Jay Barber, mayor of the city of Seaside in the state of Oregon, does hereby proclaim September 15, 2019 through October 15, 2019 as National Hispanic Heritage Month in Seaside. And we call upon public officials, educators, and all residents to observe this month with appropriate ceremonies, activities, and programs as they share in this special annual tribute by learning and celebrating the generations of Hispanic and Latino Americans who have positively influenced and enriched our nation and society. In witness whereof, he sets his hand and causes the seal of the city of Seaside to be affixed on this 23rd day of September, 2019. Excellent, thank you. Uh, we have a representative of the Hispanic community. Would you like to say a few words? Yes, sir. We'd welcome that. Please identify yourself and your address. Good evening, my name is Minerva Mullin, and I live in 1020 Downing. I'm here representing the Hispanic community. Uh, we just want to thank you and say we are very happy to contrib the contribution we do to the town. Uh, just, we need to do more events. Maybe next year we're going to have a celebration here, and we are all invited. Thank you very much for the proclamation. 
We'll look forward to that. Let us thank know how we yes. can help. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I, I'm not sure who this is, but it says Athlete of the Week. Is anyone blushing? Our student representative, Kristen, a well-deserved honor. Congratulations. Thank you. Come and give your report. Your so. push a little bit. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are nervous. So um, this week is pretty busy. We have a lot of sports going on, and we're all getting prepared for homecoming week. Um, this year, um, our theme is road trip. So the first day is like you're going through like tacky tourists. So you're like the tourist of the road trip, and. Um, the next day is Jersey Day because most likely when you go on a road trip, you go to see like a game or any sporting event. And then that Wednesday is Western Day for that week and just like dress up as a cowboy like you're visiting Texas. And then Thursday is either Teacher or Twin Day. So Teacher was kind of added so you can either like look like your teacher or you can be a twin. So it's like when you go on a road trip, you like to like you like you have to be able to find your person so like it's easier if they dress like you and then that last day Friday has always been our spirit day right before the homecoming game so those are the days of the week we also have powder puff that Monday and they haven't gave me a specific time yet but it will be after that JV game that Monday and then uh, we have meatball which is a assembly um, People are invited to it. Uh, you just have to get a visitor's pass if you want to go watch. It's just all our classes against each other playing. It's boys playing volleyball instead of girls. And then this week, so Tuesday, we actually are doing bus evacuation drill at 10.30 a.m. So we just like learn the important things about evacuating a bus safely. And then at 4.45 on Tuesday, September 24th, there's a volleyball game. It's versus Astoria at Astoria High School. That's the JV plays at 4.45 and the varsity play at 6.30. And then that day also at 5.30 p.m., the boys varsity um, soccer match. It's versus Catlin Gable at Broadway Field. And then on Wednesday, September 25th, we have an opening house. It's welcome to any parents that wanna come in and meet the teachers. It's kind of late in the school year, but or like a little early in the school year, but we just want people to come in, talk to the teachers, get to know their kids' classes and what they're doing and what they're involved in. And then 4.45 p.m. on September 26th, there's a volleyball girls JV match against Valley Catholic. And Varsity also plays Valley Catholic in Valley Catholic at 6.30. And then 7.30, there's a girls varsity soccer match at Astoria High School. And then that Friday, we have a football varsity game um, at Astoria High School, so that's a big game. We're all like, this whole week is Hawaiian themed, so we get to go and dress up at the games, like Hawaiian, like Hawaiian t-shirts and everything. Hope you have some Hawaiian weather. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then 8.30 a.m. Um, on Saturday, September 28th, we have a volleyball girls JV tournament at Corbett High School as well as the JV2, but they're at 8.30 a.m. and they're in Tillamook. So we actually got to split up our teams this year. This is the 
they were on one team SJV, but now we've split up into two teams because it's easier for more people to play. And that's about it for the week. We're just really excited for homecoming. Well, thank you and congratulations again. I don't know how you do everything that you do, but this is really a great recognition of all you do. Thank you, Tristan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tristan, before you leave, could you also give us a recap of what happened last Wednesday when we went for a walk? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we walked up to, we have put these tsunami paintings on the road. And we just got our recent ASB just got involved in all this. We kind of like our my co-communications, Caitlin Hillman, she actually set this whole thing up. She actually contacted the people and got us involved into the project. And then we got to go and walk and get interviewed about the whole tsunami and like how we need to be prepared. And it was very exciting and fun. We got a lot of pictures. And Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lots of activities going on. At this time, I'll open the floor to public comments. Anyone would like to address the council on any item that's not on the agenda, please come and identify yourself and your address and uh, confine your comments to four minutes, please. Anyone? Yes, David. Hi, I'm David Kohler. I'm the general manager of Clean Line Surf Shop. But, uh, 600 uh, North Roosevelt and I'll keep it real brief for you guys I know you've been dealing with this for a while but um, we're pretty we're proud of our relationship that we've had with the city of Seaside um, the only precursor that we ever had to this situation that's been going on on 6th Avenue is about a year and a half ago I had a very brief discussion with uh, who I now know as Dennis uh, when he called the shop about our van going up and down the street. Uh, at that time, I told him, you know, we'll, I'll have a conversation with the employees. Uh, I definitely don't want anybody speeding up and down the, you know, residential streets. Uh, hadn't heard anything regarding the situation up till uh, reading the article in the uh, Signal about how, you know, several of the neighbors think we have uh, violated our zoning ordinance uh, being there. Um, so I went down to the you know, building and planning and also to City Hall. As far as anybody knows, we've never had a complaint filed uh, for any zoning ordinance in the 39 years we've been in business in Seaside. Um, so I spoke with Dennis uh, last week after all of this. I reached out to him and uh, I think we can work this all out together as neighbors so I really wish that we'd have been contacted by the community group there before it ever getting to this point I don't think it uh, you know was necessary to get to this point um, I don't think that we have uh, tractor trailers going up and down this road um, and we're impacting the uh, um, residential street but we look forward in resolving the situation with the with the neighborhood there so, yeah. and then I'll, I'll turn it over to Mark here just yeah. shortly because he's prepared a letter yeah, uh, so for you guys that we support also. Just to make your lives easier, it's Mark Fullen, uh, 524 North Roosevelt. We're uh, just want to be ahead again to show our support and however we can help you uh, and learn how to be better neighbors ourselves. Is there something we could be doing differently in regards to how we're operating our business? So we're uh, at your, uh, your, your leisure to um, take recommendations and act on those. 
Additionally, I just wanted to put a shout out to your, uh, your uh, planning committee, and especially your uh, city planners, uh, Debbie and Kevin, who've been working through the vacation rental ordinances that you've attached them to, to uh, try to tighten things up and create a better quality of life for our neighbors. And uh, I would say they went through it by line by line, but that would be a lie. They've gone through it letter by letter, <laughs> apostrophe and periods and exclamation marks, the whole nine yards. They haven't left a stone unturned and uh, uh, patiently weighed all the pros and cons. I'm very, very impressed. You know, sometimes you think I know better than the people around you. I was humbled by the thoroughness uh, that they, and, the, and the thoughtfulness that they put towards uh, the task that you gave them, and I think, um, you will know ahead of time they, I have, they have my support for, for doing so. So thank you for, for those efforts and uh, for electing such quality people. So appreciate it. Thank you, Martin. Uh, just to let the, the community know, also know uh, I've asked for a meeting with Mark and David and uh, key principals from that neighborhood to sit down uh, next week, I think it is. Uh, Tuesday the 1st. Next, uh, Tuesday the 1st in a kind of a mediation meeting that I'll be leading to really talk about how we can work together as good neighbors. And uh, with the businesses already willing to do that, and I've talked with uh, Doug as well, and he is willing to come to the meeting, and Vanita, uh, you'll be invited as well. And, uh, and I think the thing I love about Seaside is that when something like this comes up, when people sit down, they can work it out. They don't need government to work it out. People can work it out and find out in their neighborhood how best to live and respect one another's uh, uh, quality of life. So I'm looking forward to that. And we may not even have to have it on the agenda the first, uh, but we, if it needs to be, we will. But we're well on our way to resolving it. So thank you both for coming tonight. And I'll keep you all posted on how that meeting Anyone else would like to speak to the council on any item not on the agenda? Hearing none, we'll close that part of our meeting. Going back to the agenda, anyone here on the council need to declare a potential conflict of interest? No. Hearing none, I'll entertain a motion to approve the consent agenda. I move that we approve the consent agenda and pay the bills of seven hundred thirty-three thousand zero two three seventy-eight. I'll second that. Okay. Just moved and seconded. Those in favor say aye. 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 Both same. And we have no reports or presentations tonight. What's with that? We're here. We want to hear a report or a presentation. Our no unfinished business, but we have some new business. The approval of a seaside waterline easement. Uh, on the property of Gregory and Tasha Pugh at 385 Alpine Street. And Mark, I'll turn that to you. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Uh, Mr. Mayor, this is an easement that is before the council for your consideration. Uh, this is for a, a new water line uh, that will be coming down from the new reservoir that we're building up above the new school complex. And that water line is going to come into Sunset Hills. Uh, up in the Alpine uh, Fernwood area, right in that, that area. Um, and uh, the good news is, is that once that water line is in place, I think we will have solved all the pressure problems that we ever have up in that higher area of, of Sunset Hills. 
uh, and I know there uh, is a former city councilor uh, that lives up on that in that area and I know he'll be thrilled when he finds out that uh, this will actually solve that water issue that he has but this is going to improve the water system significantly especially from a pressure standpoint but the only way that we have to get that water line in in and connected uh, to our current system is to come across a piece of private property uh, and we're coming across quite a bit of the property. It's pretty much the entire length of the property. Uh, we've been negotiating uh, for the easement, uh, and we are recommending to you that you go ahead and approve uh, a $20,000 payment for the easement uh, to the pews. Okay. Uh, any questions or comments regarding that? We need to have that water tank connected. So we that, do. Yeah, that's a reasonable request. I'll entertain a motion to approve that uh, the awarding the funding of that easement. So moved. I'll second it. Moved and seconded. Any further comments? Hearing none, those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, same. Motion carries. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Mm -hmm. And then bid results for the generator furnishing and installing standby power. Round two. Chief. Round two. Round two. Okay. So, uh, Thank you, Mr. Mayor and Council. In August 12th, we got to, we came to you guys for a generator replacement project. And that time we had two bids. The bids came in and Power Systems Plus out of Hillsborough was awarded the bid uh, for 68,293.41. Um, the next day, we got an email saying that that's not what it's gonna be. So they didn't sign it and they came back with the uh, basically a proposal for 135. Um, it's a little different. Uh, so at this time we just said no that's at this time uh, Inland Electric uh, we contacted them and they were willing to uh, stay with their bid and honor their bid they sent us for it which was the number two at 98,800 eight, 98, and that's what uh, the staff is. Still, still, under the budget still that was the, uh, kind of the area we were that's what we thought it was going to be so we all thought that we like low, but uh, you get to be true. Yes, and it just got to be uh, interesting. So I'm here to reapprove number two. Well, and we need to move on this to, to get that in place before the weather changes. And that's also work isn't going to provide uh, emergency power to city hall. Yes, Mr. Mayor. It, it uh, now I I don't think we get power quite as quickly as the fire department does, uh, but right now uh, City Hall is dark if if we lose power in this area, uh, so it'd be a significant uh, improvement from our standpoint. Any questions of the chief regarding the bid? Hearing none, I'll entertain a motion to approve the number two bid. Move that we uh, reject the bid from Power Systems Plus and accept the bid from Inland Electric. I'll second. I'll second. Good motion. Thank you, Steve. Any further discussion? Those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed the same. Thank you. Go to work. Emphasize reject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did for you. Thank you. Thank you. The Seaside Civic and its Convention Center expansion. We've heard something about this. Yes. Old Mayor and City Councilors, appreciate having the opportunity to come back in front of you again. 
This time I'm here asking for an additional 30-day extension of the contract that we currently have with O'Brien Construction. And the justification of this is twofold. Number one is there's a, there's a big shortage of metal in the state. And we're seeing this um, by the delays that we've been uh, hearing from the manufacturer. It's a type of metal that just isn't accessible. It's just not available anywhere else. Um, it does come from out of state. And um, we're just holding back and waiting for this to, to arrive. O'Brien has done everything they could. I mean, the last thing they want to do is hang on to this project any longer than they have to, as well as the staff you know, in the city as well. The other issue is schedule. We are extremely busy starting this month through basically till, you know, January or February, our calendar is booked very solid, which limits your ability to get in and finish some of the miscellaneous items that are still left. The good news is the interior is about 95% complete, or maybe 97% complete. There's a few areas that are still being worked on. One is the, uh, the corridor on the north, the southwest corner of the building, and the other work is being done on Edgewood where they're installing our loading facilities, sidewalks, curbs, and eventually we'll see light posts going up on that side of Edgewood. So the combination of both is the reason I'm here today. The, uh, as you are aware, our contract does expire at the end of this month, and this will give them additional uh, breathing room to complete the project. Are you expecting that this would be the last extension? I am expecting this to be the last extension. It is a zero-sum change order, which is always good. Well, I don't think we have any other option other than to extend the uh, contract. Uh, they've done such a great job. Again, on time, under budget. Yes. And, uh, I'll entertain a motion to extend that contract. So moved. I'll second that. Moved and seconded. Uh, those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed the same. Motion carries. We have some vacancies of the Transportation Advisory Commission, term expirations, and my understanding is that both commissioners would like to be reappointed. Benita, you just barely got started. And your term expired. You were filling out an unexpired term. Did I miss a you're not finished with me yet. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll come back to you in a minute. On the <laughs> I checked off those. Mm -hmm. I passed those down. So I'll give you, a, uh, in addition to what I just said about the, the schedule, I'll give you a budget update. But first I want to tell you a, a quick story. We had the AFL-CIO in the building last week, and it's the first real test of the design, and boy did it pass with flying colors. The usage was exactly the way we planned it. The rooms fit every need that they had, all the breakout space, the technology worked beautifully. The director of the AFL-CIO came to my office and proclaimed Seaside is the best city that they've been into and the facility is being the best in the state. And he said, I travel extensively through this, uh, through the regions. And I thought that was a very good uh, feedback to hear, especially since they are the first conference, other than the, uh, the AA group that was with us the week before, that, that utilized the facility and, its, uh, and all the capabilities uh, around that. 
So I was very happy to, to hear being that being the first group in excess of 350 attendees. So from a budget standpoint, nothing's changed too much from the last report that I gave you. Um, we are still holding on to uh, about 376,000 of our original $15 million budget. And that does include the anticipated change orders that I will be in front of you in the first meeting in October, as, as well as a projected contingency balance of 108,000 that we're still anticipating uh, as we finalize the, the project. So if there's any questions regarding that, I'd be happy to answer those. Any questions? No? Can I ask you a question about uh, policy? Sure. That really doesn't have anything to do with construction. Um, with the uh, AF and the CIO um, conference, I noticed a, uh, a sign on a truck out front uh, regarding a local business. Correct. Do we have any uh, policy regarding allowance or not allowing that sort of thing? Yeah, it's, if it's on the facility itself and not in a public space, we do allow uh, freedom of speech of those that wish to express their feelings. Obviously, if it was in a, uh, a manner that was derogatory in some extent, racial derogatory, or natures of that, you know, um, discrimination type situations, we would have something else to say about it. But in a situation like that, we did allow that. And it is the policy of the Convention Center to allow vehicles parked if it's within the boundaries of the Convention Center. And that surely was the case parked in front of the flagpole yeah. was turn around and turn around. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who didn't see it, there was a, a, a truck with a sign encouraging people not to shop at a certain retail establishment. Yes. Which I didn't like. I didn't like I didn't that. that. But, but I understand that freedom of speech is a, an important issue. Yeah. Good. Any other questions? Hearing none. We'll look forward to your change order. Oh, I, I had one. I just thought of this. Uh, you know, we're going to leave Oregon City. We're going to the Bend. Yes. Is the convention center now big enough to host? We are marginally very, very close. Yeah. We actually did place a bid for the uh, League of Oregon Cities, I believe, in 21. We submitted our bid. They are asking for uh, a few things that we're not able to provide, but we're hopeful that now that we are very close to their meeting their minimums, that they will consider us. Uh, we are doing one of their regional meetings um, coming up. We'd love to host the, the state, the, the large meeting. Their group is about 450, and that just exceeds our, our maximum. Uh, but we hope that we can make some arrangements and and uh, be very flexible, and, and that they will consider us. I know they responded with a favorable um, uh, thank you for. All the work that was put into it. I mean, those those RFPs. It took about 20 hours of work on our part to get everything that they were asking for. Why not 20 straight? I mean, it took a while for us to put that together for them, and uh, we're hopeful that we might just be considered. Okay. Yeah. The Gretchen has been working very hard on this. Yeah. Well, that would be great. Any other questions? Thank you. Thank you for us. Now back to the uh, changes the Transportation Advisory Commission, both Benita and Terry have indicated <coughs> willingness to uh, continue to serve. I'll entertain
entertain a motion to. Uh, well, as the uh, representative to that commission, I worked with both of them, and I'm very pleased that they both want to re up. So uh, I'd like to reappoint both Terry and Benita to additional four year terms expiring October 2023. Wow. Okay. I'll second that. Is it a second? Yeah. Any further discussion? Hearing none. Those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed the same. Motion carries. Thank you, Benita and Terry. Thank you. Well, we're done with the agenda. Let's hear from our city staff. And uh, let's see who has not spoken tonight. Uh, let's go back to the chief. Uh, I'm happy pleased to announce that we're going back between now and next council meetings to the final of our ladder truck. So that'll be the 6th through the 12th. We'll be there finaling that. And hopefully on the 13th we can get a report. But everything I've seen looks like it's done. And uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to that. We do have uh, our tech rescue ring that we've had since 2002, our pickup that kind of rested through. Uh, we, got, we changed it over and got a new pickup, so if you guys come by on the Airsoft this, this Saturday, and uh, it's just a little tech crunch. She does our water stuff for our jet skis and, and our room rescue, for the special stuff rescue that we do. So it's so a little guy, it's a little dodge, but it's, uh, it's going to do a lot of good work for us. So our feet won't go through the floorboard. I did have a chance to see that on Saturday. And the, the neat thing about that vehicle is that a, a lot of the enhancements that were required for it to serve were all done by our staff and our volunteers, saving a bundle of money. And I know you like that, Mark. To, to I do, that. Mayor. Yeah. And it, it's really an impressive vehicle. If you had a chance to take a look at it, please stop by and take a look. Great, great job. It makes it especially beautiful to me. <laughs> so beautiful. Russ, I understand that you had a cancellation of a, of a conference which enabled you to do a lot of the work that yeah. needed to be done. Okay. Any other comments you want to make? Okay, briefly, uh, just as an update, we have the American Society of Allergy Nurses with us this week. They arrived Friday. They were with, with us through Sunday. They bring 300 attendees. And from a visitor's bureau, I want to uh, let you know that uh, Joshua Heineman submitted a grant request to help promote the uh, Promenade Centennial uh, celebration in 2021 and received a grant from Travel Oregon in the amount of $14,590. That'll help us promote that, uh, that milestone with a 32-page commemorative booklet. And we hope that'll draw some additional interest and in tourism into our city. Brian, what's happening at the chamber? Uh, yeah, so Wednesday morning we have uh, Good Morning Seaside over at uh, um, Ocean Bakery Cafe, which is in the Best Western Hotel. And um, I am frankly trying to remember who we are highlighting that day. I believe it is um, Legal Shield. Yeah. That's it. I knew if I kept talking, I would <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, just starting to do some planning for our annual dinner and um, the holiday lights parade and uh, the artesian craft fair. 
Anything else going on this weekend? Well, uh, Jay and I are going to hang out on Saturday. And uh, I, uh, Jay is going to officiate uh, my wedding with uh, Shelly. I don't think so, Mr. Mayor, but I would like to point out that even though the League of Oregon Cities Conference may be a stretch for our building, uh, a number of other conferences that basically run through the League, things like the Mayor's Conference, uh, the Finance Director's Conference, I did tell Russ, don't try to get city managers here. Uh, we don't need those kinds of people in town. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, there are a number of conferences now that, that certainly we could be looking at uh, that I think would be very good conferences to bring in. And, and so uh, I'm sure that Russ will be looking at those and, and we'll be marketing to, to those groups as well. Um, but uh, no, I, we do have... Uh, uh, as I talked about, uh, the water tank is uh, uh, beginning to move along. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Dale probably could give better information than, than I can, but uh, the North or the Holiday Project uh, is scheduled to get started. We're, we're uh, uh, going to be going out to bid here pretty quick, I think. Yes, the end of the month. End of the month. Um, and that's a project that will basically take place during the night uh, so that we can keep uh, that downtown section of Holiday open. Uh, so we have that project on the horizon. So we're, um, uh, we're getting kind of busy here. Dale, I'm sorry, you were hiding behind there. I didn't see you. Well, I was hoping he was sitting up high enough where you wouldn't So, Mayor, a piece of Seaside's history will be coming down beginning tomorrow, and that's the City Center Motel. Um, um, in fact, I believe firefighters were there today doing some practice. Um, yeah, they don't practice fix it, they destroy it. Well, <laughs> I would say breaking and entering. <laughs> so, that was a good opportunity for our, our uh, volunteer firemen to get some additional training, which is always nice. And then some news today that's beginning this coming Monday, grocery outlet starts. Yay! Oh. <laughs> so, both ends of town will be up and running here. Wonderful. And there is a groundbreaking ceremony scheduled for noon on the 30th for the, uh, the new city center motel. Call something else, I think, Sam's going to have to that. Community's invited to that as well. I'll bring Russ's gold shells. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Okay, back over here, John. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, well, thanks to the Chamber. Good morning, Susan. <coughs> you hosted last Wednesday. And if you're not aware, it was what we kind of focused on in that presentation was the fact that um, 30 years ago this fall, we were getting ready to move into this building, or the city was at that point in time. Um, and so, I think it's interesting that we're, we're doing some of the renovations and cleanup, you know, and kind of in timing with that 30-year anniversary. And um, yeah, 
a lot of fun. And then uh, just looking forward to attending the league conference this week. Dan, comments? Tita on the way in told me for those of you that are staying over Saturday, bring your skis. <laughs> My sister said that it's forecast for um, uh, showery snow. Well, yeah. It's been too warm. You're going to be okay. Yeah, I don't want to see snow. <laughs> too early for snow. Yeah. yeah Did I get everybody staff right? I'm going to do uh, ladies first tonight, Dana. Councilman, uh, we got, maybe I'm not supposed to talk about it. Anyway, we, we just received uh, notification last week, Kim sent out, that we were, uh, the city of Seaside was nominated for a safety award for, uh, to be honored at Lady Oregon City. So I'm looking forward to going to that Thursday night and, and uh, hearing about our incredible city, which we all know. So. Great. I think it's the second or third year that yeah. we've received that. Yeah. So great job on the construction uh, side. Yes, there. absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Right now. Yeah. Well, the other thing we'll have to do is figure out the people to call her to uh, convince that they should come. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> LOC should come out here. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have anything. Steve, I'll pass it on to you. Um, you all uh, received the minutes from the last two transportation meetings, and I think that's something we ought to continue. And thank you, Kim, for sending those out. Um, received the agenda for the tree board. I thought that was a pleasant thing to get. So, yeah, it just I think keep that up. You know, just keep sending us everything, and uh, so we can see what's going on. And I I suggest, and I'm going to do it right now that. Uh, perhaps during this time when we're doing counselor comments that we give a little recap of the uh, meetings we've attended as the council rep to whatever commission. Mm -hmm. And pretty much everything's already been mentioned what was on the agenda at the transportation meeting last right. Thursday. Holiday project starts, uh, goes to bid soon. There's planning underway to redo Avenue A back between the library and the Chisholm Center. And, uh, Kristen mentioned about the uh, tsunami signs, the roadway signs. So it, you're up to date now. Uh, I did the emergency uh, preparation forum on Wednesday, and I just want to say that I was overwhelmed. There were 40 people there, a good selection from Seaside, but also like the mayor of Cannon Beach was there, and uh, you know our, our city staff and officials and people from Citizen Corps and Gearhart and farther south, uh, <coughs> just welcoming us to getting this going. And so there, to me anyway, doesn't seem to be any territorial issue at all about this this time. Uh, there maybe was some of that in the past, but not any longer. So um, I actually sent out an email today to everybody that attended saying, please let me know what you'd like to see. And so we'll see what happens. And uh, just on a, uh, another note, uh, History and Hops resumes Thursday night. And most of us will be in bed, but it still goes on. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Seth, we saw the reason for your lack of sleep at the beginning of the meeting tonight. It's pretty cute. So I have a question, if both John and Mark are at League of Oregon Cities, who's running the city? 
students have helped and I think you're doing a great job over there and I encourage you to continue this uh, make it a tradition because I know a lot of you will be staying in Seaside and you add to the awareness that the community has about this hazard which I think is probably our most important issue Thank you. Council President Randy <coughs> good to have you back from your short trip he and I have been in Central Oregon a lot and I'm headed back over with you all <laughs> <laughs> Show us the way. I did. I did miss the, the fire and rescue fundraiser, and uh, I was happy to read about it. And uh, uh, thanks again to your lovely wife and uh, Diane Summers, Larry Creek Souser, and Mr. Volunteer Doug Barker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how he keeps going, but you know that it sort of epitomizes what what makes small communities great, which is our volunteer base. And how important that is, and uh, the, the countless hours that uh, people put in. I don't know if it's the same in larger cities or if we just don't hear about it, but, but certainly in small communities we see a lot. We see it in the schools, uh, different projects, library, uh, whatever people are invested in, and, and it's just great to see. You. And uh, it, it seems like no matter uh, where any of us travel, we always hear good things about Seaside. And my, my exploits, uh, uh, people always comment about uh, how they enjoy coming here. So that's always nice to, to hear. And uh, um, chime in on, the, on getting the minutes and from, from other uh, meetings. Uh, so I read those also. It is great, uh, great to have those and, and be able to uh, know actually what was going on, what was said, and who was there. So uh, I would encourage any of that that we can get put into electronic form and sent to us is great. So, congrats, Brian and Shelley. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Randy. A couple points that I'd like to make. Uh, first of all, uh, as we look at the, our uh, proclamation about our Hispanic uh, weeks, uh, I want to say what a quality component of our community is our Hispanic community. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, for what you bring to the community in terms of leadership, in terms of improvement, the culture that you bring. Uh, every once in a while, uh, I go, um, I'm not a Roman Catholic, but I go to early mass uh, at Our Lady of Victory, and I see all of these wonderful Hispanic families, their children, 
And I think what a rich resource we have in our community. So again, uh, thank you uh, for being a part of our community and you enrich us uh, greatly. The other thing I wanted to report, if you hadn't heard about it, is that back in the spring, a, um, a pilot group came to town on a, a television uh, episode called Cook Vegan for Me. Now, I'm the furthest thing from being a vegan, but uh, at the Osprey restaurant, the wonderful chef there, Eric, uh, took on the challenge of preparing a five-course vegan brunch. And this television group filmed all of this, and that is going to be the first of a number of vegan focuses all around the world. Uh, probably be on Amazon, Netflix, and other things. But the thing I loved about it is it was a vignette about Seaside. We had a premiere showing of it at the Times Theater on last Saturday morning. And uh, probably 50, 60 people came to see that and had breakfast. Not a vegan breakfast, by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then we saw it. And I, I just was proud to see how it really focused on the great opportunities people have to come and visit Seaside. Uh, Clean Line Surf Shop was in that, uh, David, and, uh, and a lot of other businesses in the community where uh, the uh, Eric, who was the, the guy who uh, narrated it. So kudos to everybody that made that happen. It was great. And uh, Jan and I got to eat the brunch. It was wonderful. I recommend if you can get that kind of vegan food. And I did say, as the mayor of Seaside, I'm proclaiming every Monday, Vegan Monday. <laughs> it hasn't carried a lot of clout at, at this point. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to let you know about those two things that you didn't know. So uh, my closing quote tonight, as we talk about the issues that we're wrestling with, and they're always, you know, it may not be important to you, but for the person that's living with it, it's very important. And I picked up a, an interesting quote from Boris Johnson. Does that name ring a bell? Mm -hmm. Happens to be the uh, Prime Minister of the uh, United Kingdom. And his comment, and he's having to live with this, is it's easy to make promises. It's hard to keep them. With that word. Yeah. 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 Yeah.